For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Adjacent. You're listening to the Sports Adjacent. Okay, I like that. I just learned something new today. Adjacent. With Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey on the House of L Network. We're doing everything I dreamed of as an adjacent. What is a movie that will just make you laugh out loud every single time, no matter how many times you've seen it? Because Step Brothers would be one for me. Yeah, Step Brothers is numero uno for me every time no matter if it, it the clean version is just as funny like on the television version just as funny as the uncensored version Step Brothers is the go-to movie if I need a laugh if not if I'm not watching The Office I think it wouldn't matter how many times I'd seen it I would still I wouldn't have Hall Cans the, the opening the first like minute and a half of Step Brothers I'll, you laugh out loud like five times in that welcome to Sports Adjacent I'm Jason Leisure uh, Tony Gill our producer is in here with me, and we have been working to put together a very good best of episode for you guys. You're going to love it. We're going to get into a lot of good stuff. Tone, give the people a little uh, little sample of what we've got today. So what we got today, we discuss uh, some food in Burbank, which, you know, that probably means a lot of me in that section. <laughs> um what is Ben? Uh, B, it's B and N. N. Oh, B and N. Tony's trying to read my shorthand. Yeah, it says B and N. Barnes and Nobles, as we uh, call it. Barnes and Noble, I think, is the actual name. But Barnes and Nobles, my friend, is what we call it here in Chicago. And uh, it's Tony acting inappropriately at Barnes and Noble. That's a lot of our content. Yes. Yeah. I, I, fortunately, but also unfortunately, yes. It's a, predominantly all of <laughs> sports adjacent. Um, also, yeah, me getting some justification. Me feeling betrayed. We haven't. No, no, no. Uh, no. See, this is again, you're misreading the shorthand again. It says TG betrayal. So you're thinking that's Tony Gill betrayal. It's Thanksgiving. Uh, it's the famous Thanksgiving betrayal. We got that. We got a lot more things. Uh, and we are going to take you guys through that. But let's uh, let's start with a time that the entire show almost imploded. Uh, and this was like less than a year in. The entire show almost fell apart. But he's mad because he says they're uppity. And they won't put whipped cream on the custard because their custard's too special. And they don't have strawberry custard. And he's... He wants you to like do a whole. Uh, he wants you to take a flamethrower to him like you did Portillo's. I, first of all, I didn't take a flamethrower to Portillo's. Like people got the. Sh- no, I'm. You know what? <laughs> no. <bro. laughs> we. I have a good. I have some good stuff planned for today. But uh, Tony, why? Why you're 38 years old? Why do you need whipped cream on your custard? Because. Whoa! No! Goes- no! Whoa! Whoa! You're on the wrong side of this. Are you kidding yeah. me? Is this a I serious asked, take from you? I literally asked the question I asked. What are you doing, man? Are you just like yeah, trying to man. like stir stuff up now? Y'all ask me a question. You're like, y'all ask me. like Stephen A. Smith and just I throwing mean, out yeah, inflammatory. Y'all stuff. literally, y'all literally oh took brought gosh. this to my attention. And I regret doing so. I mean, cool. <laughs> I mean, you acting like uh, uh, whipped cream is this childlike thing. Like it doesn't go on ice cream or cake or you know a bunch of other desserts like it's uh this is a child thing why would you want whipped cream like it's not a part of everyday dessert like what is that russ uh bro why do y'all gotta make everything so you started it y'all ask me the question and then get mad when i ask you a question because the way you frame the question (laughs) i will i will all right I will say this: If you're paying, they should put whatever they want you want on the ice cream. Well, not if they don't serve it. I mean, you can't go to Taco. Well, I know, I know, a I cheeseburger. Just, well, no, I know they have whipped cream there. They don't you can get like no, no, Sundays though, don't. right? No, they don't. As so the Sundays company, don't have as a brand, as no. an Andy's brand, their ice cream is too great to be sullied by whipped cream. That they That's, refuse to have it in the building. That's strange. 
We, since you brought really it up, true. ordering an ice cream sundae does sound like a kid thing. That that'd be a funny thing to order as an adult, like a full on ice cream sundae, where they like make some part of it into a smiley face and. See, Tony, are you going to yell at him? M and M's and sprinkles all over. It doesn't seem like something a grown up would eat. That's here's true. here's here's one here's what what. Here, I challenge that notion. Then why do they have butterscotch? Butterscotch is not a child thing. Butterscotch is an adult flavor. No child ever asked for butterscotch. For sure. For sure. Or peppermint. Butterscotch. Who wants peppermint? Well, Jason, you're 60. What do you mean peppermint? I like butterscotch because it's good. What do you mean peppermint? Peppermint crumbled up like peppermint candy or like mint flavored or. Yeah, people that think peppermint is a candy. Old. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My, my grandfather reason, used to go through like five pound sacks of those things. Yo, if it wasn't for church, no, I, I wouldn't be eating peppermint. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the ultimate church candy. You know, you know, what? this is something funny, too. Like, I always think about this, about all the people that were sacrificed throughout human history for the sake of food. Right. Like when everybody's trying to figure out what's edible, what's not edible. They're like, hey, you. Oh, OK. All right. Village. Not smart person. <laughs> hey, somebody's got to try these mushrooms. right? <laughs> like all, out of everything that we've learned to eat and not eat, there has been an almost an equal amount of deaths due to the discovery of food. <laughs> Russ, I didn't know where that was headed, but he's. Yeah, no, I, mean, I, I was with you. I was with you, but he's right. Somebody got kind of canary. Yeah, he's kind of right. Like, like canary. One way or another, we find out that you better cook chicken all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> or like they used to think they used to think tomatoes were poison because they kept putting them right. on like lead plates, and then people kept dying. <laughs> people kept dying, and they're like, "Yo, these tomatoes. Nah, we can't do this anymore." Like all the shiny things that grow on plants, just on your regular walk. Yeah. Like somebody had to have tried that and died before. Like somebody was like, yeah, we should probably shouldn't eat that. And it just kept going on with life. Like rhubarb is like some of the leaves are poison, but the edible part is really good. (laughs) You know, you definitely know somebody was making strawberry rhubarb with the poison part. (laughs) It it bit it. Rhubarb is not good enough for that inconvenience. Yeah. It's Agreed. Not, like I don't the, know what it's what, in besides what's the strawberry rhubarb. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's not <laughs> enough payoff for me to start eating something where it's like, careful. Right. Some parts of this are poison. <laughs> and, and, right. Like, well, the parts of it that aren't are just that worth it? I don't think so. And then from that point on, it's just natural selection, right? It's like, who's the village dumb person? All right, here you go. This is your job. And then up, oh, you just find another one, and then just kind of keep going, and then natural selection kind of happens. <laughs> I, I'm glad I, you we assume we're still combo. finding that out I assume we're still going through that process because you still hear certain kinds of sushi or whatever where you're like this one has to be eaten very carefully which to me means um, order don't something else right right yeah yeah There's that's plenty of sushi that I'd like that won't kill me yeah I don't under I don't understand the ah man I'm ready to risk it all over stuff that you don't have to do, you know. Right. It's like there's it plenty of food that, that doesn't kill you. Yeah, 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 right. It can't be that good. Did you know that some people like to smoke, like smoke like a like a cigarette? Uh, toad venom, poisonous toad venom. Hmm. You do you get high or something? Oh, we're gonna get to it on today's show, Russ. Don't you worry. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to try it. But <laughs> no, I didn't mean like for a segment, we're all going to do it and see what happens. That would be a fire pod. Not going to lie. In the sake of content. But, <laughs> but I, I, I don't want to, in the words of Tony, be the village dumb person. Yeah, that would have to be a live one. Tony has always wanted to do a live pod, and that would have to be one where it's live. Tune in and see if all three of us live to the end. Talk about, talk about content. Mess around die on our podcast. <laughs> it would be the most lit episode ever. I think we should. That's we should. That's that's where he's coming from, Russ. Just so you know, let's, like every time you get upset about him dragging your reputation through the mud, it's always he's, content. He's, right? His best. He's friends with you, but he's best friends with content. Oh, uh, <laughs> I don't think you could put it any better than that. Speaking of which, well, one time, one time though, Tony, as, as he, you know, 
shovels his way through some custard from Andy's custard. One time he was at my house and he refused ice in his drink because he said something like you want to talk about like, you know, pompous Tony. Tony said something like it's never good for a, a vocal performer is what he think. I think he called himself a vocal performer. should right. ever drink cold right. drinks as he shovels down ice cream moments before the start of the show. Russ. Tony, Tony does one little voiceover and now he's Michael Jackson before he performs in front of 60,000 like vocal performer. Right. That's when you got to hit in the words of Tony. That's when you got to hit him with the OK. OK, Tony. <laughs> I mean, he's very good. He's very good. But I I mean, not here. I mean, every, every, everybody's got the problem. Work. The problem is too many, too many people are telling him that now. How good he is. Yes, that's why he keeps. I'm a vocal. Yeah, performer. but he is. But he is though. But he is though. When he does yeah. these promos for NBC about the White Sox and the Bulls, I can't sit here and be like, "No, this is garbage." This is, he's really good, and it just infuriates me that we can't get that version of him here. Let's privately shame him though. Can we say he's trash in private and publicly big up our guy? But in private, we're like, "Bro, yeah." So, like, I would never say it to his face, but he did an awesome job on this. Correct. Okay. All right. Did you just burp it in the microphone? Tony, you have a mute button for you have oh, a it, mute man. button. You know sometimes we put this part on. You have a mute button so we can I covered like, it in my mouth. I okay. it was... No, you didn't. There's literally no. there's multiple mute buttons. You have one on your microphone and right here. Jesus. I'm sorry. There's pot. a person if, if this part makes it in, there's a person driving around or walking their dog <laughs> and they've got earbuds in. Not not headphones, not like cans. He's they got ear buds in and that belch goes directly like into their brain from you tony this is this is 4d do you want to hear something serious though do you want to hear something real from me tony Mm -hmm. like it's funny and all but this undercuts every time this undercuts any time you ever try to talk to me about professionalism and what this show should be like like standards and stuff like that this this pulls the rug out from all of that when you do stuff like this my girlfriend is giving me the look of shame right now, shaking her head. Probably wondering she should be. why. She should. She should. Why she I'll get some texts yeah, text from you while you're editing, and you're like, guys, we should really try to do this or this. And, I, and I'm going to see that and be like, this is from the guy that belched right into the microphone on the show. <laughs> Can we start the podcast? Please. Welcome to Sports Jason, guys. Yeah. No. I feel like we've I feel like we've learned a lot of uh, food. I've learned a lot of like different terminology and phrases for eating from you, like stomach be rumbling and chickadee tendas and things like that. And what happens is like my wife and kids, my daughters are young. They're eight and 11, but they'll ask me all that. They love you from from for years from you know hanging out with you and then since i've been doing this podcast that you've been involved in they're always like the morning after we record they're always like what did tony say on the podcast and i got to think of like well what's one what's something he said that's actually appropriate enough that i can tell him and so like stomach be rumbling or chickadee tenders usually works and then, but then they walk around that's what they call chicken tenders now that's what my children call chicken tenders now is chickadee tenders what was your other one um man there's so many you know, like when I'm chewing up, you know, you know I, mean? I actually got that from my wife, actually. What was your other one for chicken tenders besides chickadee tenders? Uh, chicken nugs? I'm sure that works, but that wasn't it. No, there was something else. You had another one. You don't have to remind me. I don't remember it. Oh, well. Yeah, I don't know. It's, right. Like, I, I, I like having fun with words. Like, it's fun to have fun with words. And you as a writer, as an esteemed writer, should have the same passion for words. It was chicken tendies. Now I remember it. Chicken tendies. Chicken tendies. Mm-hmm. Is there a Z at the end of that? It sounds like there is. Or, or chicken tendies. Yeah, chicken tendies and chicken tendies. Tone, do you remember your first trip to the library? It was like two years ago. I'm sure you can remember that. <sighs> it was, you know, wasn't that eventful, but, you know, I do. I do remember it. We went to the uh, Chicago Public Library, the main branch. Uh, it was a field trip for you. It was also a field trip. It was entertainment for me to watch you navigate a library for the first time. Um, shocking to see a person go into a library for the first time at like 27 or whatever you were. But it apparently opened opened your eyes to the world of books, I guess. It didn't seem like that at all at the time. But then you later went into a Barnes & Noble, which is like a library that costs money. Yeah. I mean, again, if if there's one for free, 
why are they doing the same thing but you have to pay for it it's like and I'm, the library came first. I know that for a yeah, fact. Yeah, but you get to keep the books you buy at Barnes and Noble, or you could give them. You can't gift somebody a library book. Eh, I mean, why not? Like if it's what, one of the libraries now, they do no late fees. Hey. You know, hey. No, anybody that, look if if that's the way you want to get somebody into the library, just say hey. If you if you keep the book, we just take the L. That's okay, as long as you read. That means that that's good, right? If people are taking uh, taking books from the library, that's good. If people are reading, yeah, the library's goal is to promote reading. Yeah, so in a weird way, you're right. Allow theft. Allow theft. Yeah, yeah. you can't do that at Barnes and Noble though. And here's uh, here's Tony recapping a notable trip to Barnes and Noble that he had. Since the last time I saw you guys, had birthday today when we were recording. Hey. Actually, my mom's birthday, so Crap. shout out to my mom. I don't have my party horn. My bad. <laughs> Wait, go back. What's the other names for it? Yeah, <laughs> what's your again. what was your favorite name for it? <laughs> Um, it was like the blow tickler. That might have been my favorite. <laughs> hey, yo, um, I think that I think this the 15 seconds or whatever it was of him reading all the different names that you can call that party horn. That was might really have been, funny. Might have been my favorite 15 seconds of the entire show. <laughs> no, we, like the history was, of the show. The his that was a that was really good. Um, really good was, actual producing by Tony. He did yeah. it. Yeah, he did it for once. It was like watching your kid learn to ride a bike. Tony, uh, you see what happens nine months yeah, in us doing this podcast when you actually produce. Tony, if, if, if we don't we don't get that information if I don't know the information, guys. Not knowing stuff is good. All right, take I take back my compliments. Yes. Just that fast. Like just proudly uninformed. Proudly uninformed, intentionally uninformed. Not not a uh, not a dumb person at all. Not a person incapable of learning. A person allergic to learning. A person who refuses it at every turn. Correct, I, Tony? Am I putting that correctly? Yeah. I went to Barnes and Noble and I'm like, wow, this is still still around. Almost a library. Almost. Damn, Why were Tony you just Almost. found out yesterday that people actually still read books. Yeah, I was, wow, was a bunch of people in there. I was like, wow. I'm guessing that after some of your texts today, Lawrence could recommend a few books to you. Uh, <laughs> Please. What Please. were you doing in a Barnes and Noble and when and where? And uh, good. You should do it more often. Today, um, <laughs> uh, my girlfriend was buying gifts oh, for here we go. my yeah. family. Uh, and we got my sister uh, a journal. My sister likes to write okay. um, and all those things. Wait, She's, time out. You're like, like you're. You're saying the gifts on our podcast. Ah, she's not going to listen. Come on. You, you guys know how this works. Yeah, Nobody I, in my family That's one of the things this. we've covered, Russ. There's no accountability <laughs> for him like there is for us. No like, fear, baby. Both, both of your parents, and I'm sure your brother, listen to every episode or almost every episode. Most people I know listen to our podcast. Yes. Uh, my wife listens to every minute. My parents listen. And that has gotten me in trouble at some points. I think I got in trouble with one of your parents at one point. Uh, none of that happens for Tony. <laughs> yeah. None of that happens for, for Tony. And that's, I think, where some of this freewheeling uh, freewheeling ideas come from for him because no one that he knows is going to hear this. He's on 17 different podcasts. Nobody could keep track of all the things he says, even if they wanted to. Tony, look at the what you've done to the people you care about. Mm. <laughs> where they're just like, I can't even, my heart won't even let me listen because I don't know what's going to be said. Like, look what you've done to the people you love. All right, go on with the rest of it, Tony. What else? You might as well. Wait, Stephanie, Stephanie listens to this podcast. No, she does not. She does in part. No, she doesn't. Okay. <laughs> we're going to find out. Yeah. <laughs> you gonna, I'm, I'm, I promise what, you. Don't say, you think, don't you think we would have found out by now? I mean, no, come on. There's he, listen, been a lot. Listen, listen. He going to let something slip and he going to be on that couch. <laughs> what else? See, Tony? He laughing like it's a joke. But he he thinks everything. You still got the second bedroom. A joke. Can I? Can I slide through? But see, like he thinks it's he thinks everything's a joke, and it's not that he believes it would never happen. It's that he thinks even if it did happen, it'd still be really funny. I. We'll see if he thinks that when we get to that actually happening. What else, Tony? What else did you get do or get at this Barnes and Noble? Um. And That's also, if you if you live in Chicago, I think it's pronounced Barnes and Nobles. You got to stick an no, extra with plural on it. Yeah. yeah, I thought Amazon. I, honestly, I thought Amazon got them about the paint. Honestly, That's why I was so surprised. Mostly, mostly that, that it was still around. Um, but yeah, they were having like the sale, like fifty percent off, seventy five percent off. I was like, right. I mean, why would I come here when you know if I were to pick up a book, the library is a hundred percent off. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> at this point in my life, I only I only buy books to support friends. Like Evan okay. F. Moore. Yeah, you bought Evan's book. book. I bought yeah. Evan's book. Um, my friends that are authors, I try and buy and support because uh, that's what a good friend does. Uh, but everybody else, yeah. mm, uh, I'll get the excerpts on Twitter if it's wild. Did you buy anybody a book when you were in this Barnes & Noble? Did you buy a book for someone as a gift? Oh, no. Okay, good. Because that would be very hypocritical. You can't be out here giving out homework to other people that you're not doing. Tony, Tony is the type a friend to be like, yo, I was at Barnes and Noble. Uh, they had Kama Sutra in there, so here you go. <laughs> <laughs> like that's hundred percent Tony. Do you think? Do you think that he could keep it together, giving you that as a gift, Russ? Do you think he could like keep from giggling? Tony, if there was the some, type of, if there was some House of L, if there was some House of L Christmas party where there was a gift exchange. And Which Tony we will be having, by the way. We should have did, uh, did a House of L. We should have did House of L Secret Santa, actually. Okay. We still have but, time. Christmas yeah, we, is, we Can't time. you picture him getting you that, Russ? And the whole time, like, snickering and be like, <laughs> open it, Russ. Open my gift. Tony, no, Tony Tony is definitely like, hey, bro. It's not even gift see, opening time. You see where the paperclip is? <laughs> Start nodding. <laughs> <laughs> that would be like what? It ain't, uh, for Russ? <laughs> I imagine Tony walking into a Barnes and Noble as a totally different person than the person that we know. Walking in there with your girlfriend, your serious, very uh, sophisticated, elegant, mature girlfriend. I imagine you walking in there with like a sweater, uh, going to the philosophy section or something like, hey, let's talk about Socrates. The whole time I was just thinking of jokes or things to make the workers awkward with. Um, oh, like really? we need the information on where to find the journals. And I was like, wait one second. Um, I need help finding a book. Like I really want to make better love. Like where can I find that section? You know, I really just want to put it my best foot forward, my best effort. How do I become a better lover? Please guide me to that mm-hmm. section of the Barnes and Nobles. <laughs> a self-help or DIY book on, on lovemaking. Okay. Yeah. So these people who are working for, you know, minimum wage or close to it and are risking their health every day coming into Barnes and Noble at a time when uh, every place in the world is short staffed, what you're going to do is just uh, bleep with them for your own amusement. Yeah, that sounds right. Great. All right, Tom, this next one is one of my all time favorite things that has happened not only on our show, but in my friendship with Russ, the famous, the legendary Thanksgiving betrayal of 2021 when I was covering Bears Lions in Detroit for Thanksgiving Day and ended up eating dinner at a gas station because you couldn't find anywhere that was open. And uh, meanwhile, Russ is at a feast nearby in suburban Detroit. And his mom even asks, I'll let you guys listen to it. But before we get into that, uh, our show, as always, Sports Adjacent, is brought to you by Sheets and Giggles, our buddies over there. Go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. That's our link for our listeners. You will automatically get $230 off the mattress if you use that link. And that is a good mattress. You're going to want that. That's a great Christmas gift to like secretly get for yourself. Like act like you're getting this for your wife, your partner, whoever. But really, you're giving a good gift to yourself because this mattress is unbelievably comfortable. You'll automatically get the $230 discount applied at checkout. No promo code needed. Just go to sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. Oh man, I'm a fight, Tony. No, um, my Thanksgiving was cool. Drove up to Michigan on Wednesday. Yeah, uh, I think this is where I'm going to start getting upset, but go ahead. Well, so, so what I was going to say was I was in Michigan Mm-hmm. Uh, families in Detroit. We have our our Thanksgivings up there. Obviously, you yeah. are in Detroit. We're at obviously. our we're uh, at obviously. Our obviously is a key word in this story. I think. I, so yeah, I've, well, I've you, been kind of waiting. You were for in this. Detroit covering the Bears. Mm-hmm. We're at our uh, at my aunt's house for Thanksgiving, and yeah. as I'm at the house, my mom comes over. And was like, "Yo, did Jason go home today?" And I said, yeah, I think he did. I think he left after the game. Mm-hmm. She was like, we should have had him come over. And I said, mom, you're absolutely correct. 
Right. I was thinking about some other things. Slipped my mind. So I want to apologize to you, sir. You should have came over and got a plate. That's my. You're thing. about yeah. You're about to feel a lot worse when I tell you how my Thanksgiving went. Yikes. <laughs> First off, okay. Uh, I, I just one follow up question to this okay. story you've told about um, not inviting me to Thanksgiving. Your mom said, "Hey, did Jason go home, or is he still in Detroit?" And mm-hmm. you said, "Oh, he went home," which makes sense to me because you'd have no way to find out what my plans were. I don't know how right. you could have gone about <laughs> finding that information. You just jumped to no, he's now nah, he's gone. Now nah, he's definitely gone. Well, you have a family, and so I figured you wanted to be with your family as fast as possible. So I that was an assumption on my part that you left and went home. Do you have any idea how difficult it is to find food? Oh my god. <laughs> In suburban Detroit on the night of Thanksgiving. I'm talking about just food. I'm not talking about human connection or the holiday feelings or you know, all this stuff Tony described. Tony, just so you know, you had two more Thanksgivings than I had. Um, and it's Yikes. part of the job. It's part of the job. Like I've had to cover basketball games on Christmas and football games on Thanksgiving. It's part of the job. Like mm-hmm. it, it happened. Mm-hmm. I, I don't get upset about that. Uh, I really don't. But to find out that I had a an alternative to my <laughs> Thanksgiving alone, um, bro, that's you something. Should have called. Well, I, what? I, didn't I know. One, I, I know. That, I knew mind. that you had family in Detroit. Is it your right? mom or your dad? I, is it your mom or your dad? My dad's sister. Okay. Actually, both. So, but have, I, but both I did not have, ever know. Yeah. I didn't know that you were going to Detroit. Right. I, I didn't know that was a Dorsey family tradition or that it was happening this year uh, or whatever. Um, you would know where I was because you can just Google it. But anyway, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, man. It kind of it slipped my mind. And then when my you, mom was just like, yo, did Jason leave? I just assume you left. Had I known. That's the worst. You know I'm part. Sitting the t- no, this is the worst part, because I'm sitting there thinking like, well, Russ just never put it together. Russ. It, OK, it's fine. It's you know, the, mind, dude. I'm not the Bears are it. hard to watch. People don't like thinking about the Bears. Russ just never put it together that I was right down the street going hungry. Uh, <laughs> then I find out literally Mrs. Dorsey asked about me. She definitely did. And you were just like, nah, he's fine. My bad, dude. Nah, he'll figure, not, something. That's, that's he'll something. figure something out. Where so, were you uh, staying? Were you, were you in Farmington Hills? No, but I know where that is and could have gotten there. I had a rental car. But you didn't ask about that either. Uh, Russ, you took all the L's on the story, bro. So, after you had two Thanksgivings, you could have invited him to. Hey, he was back in Chicago, it was five hours away. I flew to Detroit. I hate driving. All these guys drive, uh, to when the Bears play at Detroit. Almost everyone on the beat seems like they drive. Uh, it's five hours. I'm not driving that. It's a 30 minute flight. No, it is not five hours. It's It's something like that. It's, It's a 35 minute flight up and down. I'm all about that. Um, okay. So I was flying back first thing Friday morning uh, after sitting through the thriller that was Bears 16, Lions 14, which I hope you guys feel better about everything now. Everything, everything it's OK now. Everything's OK. They beat the Lions. It's the best medicine for you. Um, if you have a cold, take a Detroit Lions. It'll help. <clears throat> uh, after sitting through that. Then comes the adventure of trying to find food. And I don't know how many football games you've covered, but it, the game starts at 1230, but you're not out of there till like seven. It's it's a long, there's a lot of post game, maybe not seven, but six. You're there a long time. It's a long day. Uh, and then I think what I've heard from the other guys is the move generally, if you're still in Detroit in thanks, on Thanksgiving night, instead of driving home, the move is that you go to the MGM Grand Casino downtown and you can it's always open. You can get food there. But I was looking for something a little faster. I didn't want to bother with all that. Um, and so I looked and I found on the Chipotle app, there was one Chipotle list that is open. And I'm like, this is great. So it's out of my way by about 20 minutes. But it's like I can just get it, head back to the hotel, eat that. No problem. So I place an order at Chipotle, which I like anyway. That's a, that's a that's a positive for me. And I get there and it's dead. There's no cars there. There's no people inside. The lights are on in the building. And uh, the only thing I can see inside this Chipotle, Russ, is the little machine that prints out the mobile order tickets. And there's a string of these mobile order tickets that goes all the way to the floor. (laughs) So uh, they're not open. 
So I've wasted 20 minutes already, and then I drive back down to Romulus, Michigan, which is where the airport is. When I go to Detroit, I usually stay near the airport. And uh, driving around Romulus for about 20 minutes looking for food is just what it sounds like. Like not even McDonald's was open. And again, you know, this is the life we've chosen. It's it's fine. But uh, I ended up getting dinner that night at a gas station, which Mm. is exactly as delightful as it sounds. Uh, I didn't really get dinner at a gas station. I had some leftover. I, I went to a gas station and got like a thing of ice cream or something to to eat in uh, in depression in my room. Um, mm. What I really ate that night was just some left. Like every time when I get into a city, usually the day before the game, I go to the grocery store and get like some healthy food or something. So I had uh, I had some of that leftover, and uh, so my Thanksgiving dinner was a protein bar and an apple. Mm. And, and then mm. and then and then the next day. I text Russ to try to find out uh, when we're going to tape our show because somebody has to think of that. And uh, the text I get back from Russ is can't talk driving back from Detroit. And I was like, what the? (laughs) (laughs) Ah, and now I'm like putting it all together. I'm like, he's got family in Detroit. He was in Detroit for Thanksgiving. That's why he's in Detroit. That makes sense. And if it was like a huge family gathering, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm driving around, like, wondering maybe there's something left in the Taco Bell dumpster. And meanwhile, Russ is having, like, the Thanksgiving dinner to end all Thanksgiving dinner. There's probably 20 people there. There's probably multiple turkeys. They're probably throwing out better food than what I'm going to get at this gas station. That was a dagger. And now this makes it worse. This makes it worse. Your mom literally asked, hey, should we invite your... Lonely, starving friend, and you're like, "What's your bum like, ass friend doing on Thanksgiving?" You're like, "Nah, he's already, he's already in Kalamazoo by now." Yeah. Oh, uh, my bad, dude. Yeah. Oh, that's... yeah. You don't say. Well, all right, relax. <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> no, apologize more. <laughs> no, I, I feel bad if that makes you feel better. Um, yeah, dude, that's uh. <laughs> Chalk that one up as an L on him. How is there nothing open Thanksgiving night? How is there nothing open to eat anywhere? Is that how it is here too? No, White Castle's always open. I know that's always the I didn't see one. I didn't see one. I would have gone for anything at this at this point. We're driving around. I'm like calling. You know it's bad if you're like looking up a McDonald's on the map and then calling it to see if they're <laughs> yo calling in a McDonald's. Like, I didn't even know if McDonald's has a phone. Like, is there a phone in there to answer, or does this go That's straight to headquarters? Funny. Hey guys, Sports Adjacent is brought to you by BetMGM. You can go to BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. It's a great app, and you can use our offer. Use our promo code Adjacent200, and here's the deal they're going to give you. If you bet $10 on any NFL game, so a game you're going to watch anyway, put $10 on one of the two teams, and if either team scores a touchdown, you win $200 in free future bets if you use promo code ADJACENT200. BetMGM has all kinds of other stuff on there. You can bet on uh, NFL games, like I said, but college football too, NBA, NHL, player props, parlays, they have it all. Just go to BetMGM.com or download the BetMGM app. And remember to use our promo code adjacent 200. That'll win you $200 in free future bets. When you bet $10 on an NFL game, as long as one of those teams scores a touchdown, that's it. So go to betmgm.com or download the BetMGM app. BetMGM, the king of sports books. We do talk some sports on our show. It does happen from time to time. But we also talk about a lot of the bizarre stuff that we find on the internet. And maybe it's not that bizarre to you and Russ because you guys are younger. Everything probably seems bizarre to me at 38 looking at some of these things. But we got really hung up for a little bit on Detroit urban survival training. Dust. And these videos. This was this was back in 2021. I don't know if... I, I think this thing has faded from public consciousness now. But uh, do you remember Dust? Do you remember the Dust videos? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. He- Dude was out here putting actively putting people in danger with his tactics. It seemed like it, yes. <laughs> with, with with his tactics on how to defend oneself from uh, present danger with people against weapons, against robbery, uh, and they were 
utter nonsense. And I, if you really took this guy seriously, I feel bad for you. Um, you're probably not alive if you did take him seriously. Um, so sorry to you and your family. Um, I don't know how to transition from that. He took it very seriously. That was probably the best part of it. So here, here's uh, Russ kind of educating me, uh, and Tony's getting in on this too, but Russ educating me on Detroit urban survival training. There's some videos sweeping the nation and the internet right now. Uh, are you guys familiar with Detroit urban survival training? Yes. You were explaining this to me. I don't know if it was on the show or separate from that in a, in a, uh, a different conversation, but you were explaining to me what it was it's sometime in the last couple of weeks where it's a guy teaching you how to get out of uh, dangerous situations you might encounter on the streets of Detroit, I believe. <laughs> yes. And, these and I'm using the word teaching loosely because the video I saw looked like uh, a lot of bad ideas. They're, they're all like, they, this is this guy who has this company who tries to teach self-defense and there are all these dangerous situations that yeah. he's trying to get you out of where there's a gunman, guns pointing at your head, and this is how you take the gun from the gunman. Okay, but is this, like, is this like a skit or something? Is this like kitten mittens no, on Always Sunny? Actual, or, or is this actual business with a website and like Okay. I so, but he's a, so he's not kidding. He's not doing this no, to be entertaining. He doesn't think he doesn't mean it for, to be entertaining. This is like so legit he, for him. So he thinks that these things are going viral because they're good. Yes. Probably. Okay. All right. Um, and, and so then, like, the, the reason these are terrible ideas is, one, somebody's going to do this and get their head popped off. Two, <laughs> I'm, looking at his, I'm looking at his website right now. Go ahead. You know what I'm dude, like, the, you're laughing at the website. You're not even what? watching the video. This is okay, the website. That just, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. I just started no, laughing when, when I pulled it up because you were talking about it. And the photo on the website um, is... It's an, an attacker, a male attacker with a gun and a woman who has just kind of grabbed him by the face as though problem solved. That, that's what these videos are. And the guy's like, still the, holding the gun and it's like right by her head. This doesn't seem like. Yeah, still to hold the gun about to knock that lady's head off. Yeah. <laughs> you know what right. I'm saying? And like the worst part about these videos is he shows you these quote unquote moves. And saying this is how you take the gun from the gunman, and it's basically these people giving him the gun. Like, there's no fight. There's no like. If I were to try this on him and not give him the gun, I could be like, boom, boom, dude. I would have killed you by now, and the video would be ruined. So it's basically him saying, "All right, before the video, hey, all right, I'm gonna do this move, and you're just giving me the gun." It's it's almost like he's saying that and then making these videos. It's they're hilarious. Do not try any of that shit at home. <laughs> Please. I I give like with the internet nowadays, I give people a lot more credit than I'm not saying that this dude is serious. What I'm saying is this all could be a joke to go viral, you know, and we can he can be the smartest person in the room on this. So I never know with stuff like this. Like I, I never, it's I hard to way. take people seriously in anything that they do on the internet until like some years and years later where you're like, Oh, I remember that guy. Well, he got, he ended up unfortunately dying because he tried to pull it all. Oh, he was serious about this. Like you never know. Until see, that's what I don't want. If this is just a, or, you know, somebody tries to do it in real life, you know, something happens to them and the news says they were trying to do a move that they that saw they learned in, from Detroit that they learned from Detroit. Right. And he's, he's got to come out and say, oh, no, no, this was all jokes. Like, I'm, so I never know if I'm like the butt of the joke, like by falling for it. Russ, that's the you thing. He's so like, it's, it's really I, confusing I, for me. But that dude has a, like, whether it's a joke or not, like, you, you're responsible now if somebody tries that and gets their head knocked off. Yes. Uh, I was what if, looking up. I was looking it up, by the way, in the first uh, the first you, your first class is free. So you get a taste if you I want. Bet. First and I know grand grand closing. 30 minute class for free. I know you frequent Detroit occasionally. Uh, yes. Next time you're there. It's so you know. cold in the deep. <laughs> 
Uh, you can get you can get private training on site, uh, one hour session for a hundred dollars. I, I agree with Tony though. Like there are a lot of things like this on the internet where it's like, oh, this is blatantly dumb to me. They're blatantly wrong, and the person's super serious about it. They seem like they mean it. And I sit here and I'm like, but that would be exactly how you would pull off a hoax. I don't ever know what's serious anymore. I just don't try. Listen, man, the world's a wild place. And every day I'm just like, yo, this can't be real life that we're living in. But then then again, I, there's things that I think are cannot be real that are real. Is there a particular move or philosophy in Detroit Urban Survival Training or DUST as the acronym is? Uh <laughs> No, no, no. That's not a, that. That is what they call it. I know. Dust. I know. I know. That's what they call it. You, if you want to sign you up for a free dust class, Russ, I'll be glad to do it. Um, is there a particular specific move or, or philosophy in this that has troubled you? Yeah. So the first video I ever saw from Detroit Urban Survival Training. Was it, it was run in a zigzag? Was it just no, worse? Like cartoons? So- I've actually seen that work. Um, (laughs) It was he was in a car and he said, if there's ever a gunman coming up to your car while you're in it, trying to carjack you. Yeah. What you do is with the gun point at your head, you pin the gun against the column between the headrest and the the door and you drive away. As if the gunman can't just move the gun and shoot you. Well, now that would work if you're Jason Bourne, probably. All right, you're going to be Jason Leisure at Heaven's Gate. <laughs> That's what you're going to be. <laughs> but you know what, uh, Russ? You could have pulled You could have pulled up on him. You were in Detroit for 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 a time during uh, Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving? You, you could have pulled up on your mans, and you probably would have got the <laughs> you know breakfast. You're I should, I should have smoke for uh, Detroit Urban Survival Training, dude. Yep, you should have, you should have, you should have, without warning, try and jump him. And watch you who gave you the hands. I want, but see, here's the thing: I to to prove him wrong, I would need to like actually harm him, and I don't want to do right. that. So, like, I I want to do a dramatization with like a paintball gun, okay, where I can be like, "Hey, try that that bull that you try in the videos," and I can shoot him with the paintball gun and be like, "Bro, mm-hmm. I shot you twice. Here's the this is where the bullets right. would have gone in. Here, here's the and, green dot and the blue dot. Yeah, right. This is this is proof that this doesn't work." I think that for the right amount of money, he'd let you do that. It seems like they're very open to taking money. One of the things I I found on this page, this is my first time exploring dust uh, in in detail, and I appreciate you bringing this to my attention. Um, You can book them for classes and pay them, you know, like a normal business would. But then there's a link, a a section on their website for donations. Um, Donations. Yeah, I don't understand that because like I don't make, well, I don't make donations to my local Burger King. Um, but it says, if you are interested in providing financial support to Detroit Threat Management Center and Detroit Urban Survival Training for our various community programs, please feel free to do so. We appreciate any and all donations. Hold this on, there's one more, hold on, one more sentence here. Uh, please note, we are not a nonprofit organization. <laughs> They're like, yo, we getting this money, so don't play. Yeah. With us. But anyway, that that speaks to my point where I think if you want to like attack him with a paintball gun for content on the show, we could probably arrange that for the right price. That that's assault. Are you gonna bail me out? No, 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 no. Not if everyone agrees to it. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> this was the funniest part about this. Cause I was like paintball. you guys initially. I was like yeah. you guys initially, where I'm like, this has to be a bit. Yeah. But I Google put their name, Detroit Urban Survival Training, in Google. There is a location. They do have a website. They have tons of Google reviews. And so you go to like the Google reviews and it's like people like, oh, I took this class and I feel much safer. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. Um, but there's also don't take this class. They're stealing money. <laughs> and get you killed. And they come the 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 person who runs their Yelp account comes underneath and says, you have never taken our class. Stop putting derogatory things about us online. So, hey, man, like, look. You know how he can tell that they've never taken the class is that they're still alive to post comments on Yelp. There you go. Would you like to hear the 10 courses that they offer? Please. Let me say this. Let me try to do this in a voice that will make sense for this. <clears throat> Tactical psychology. <laughs> Tactical law. Tactical trauma aid. 
Tactical driving. Tactical. That's the one that that was the one. Tactical driving is when you pin the gun against the collar and try to drive away and keep somebody from knocking your head off. But continue. Well, you know, don't knock it till you've tried it. No, don't try it. Please don't try it. Please don't. Uh, let's see, where was I? The fifth one. Tactical baton. I'm not sure when that would come up, but uh tactical knife, tactical firearms, tactical takedowns. Tactical immobilizations. That one's a little clunky. Uh, and then the last one is a little longer. Law enforcement compliance and positive non-adversarial interactions. I'm not totally sure what that means. We might need to no, check I the video know. on that one. My man says the Tiger King of self-defense. <laughs> Honestly, like, some of these videos are incredible. So, Jason, uh, as you know... Um, I uh, got married this year, and uh, this is my first Christmas as a married person. And before this, when I was dating my now wife, uh, I didn't do a lot of Christmas shopping for adults. So in this upcoming segment, you guys try to help me understand how the do's and do nots of Christmas shopping as an adult. Roll tape. We should go into now, uh, I feel like this is very necessary to teach Tony how to do Christmas as an adult, Russ. We need to head into an adulting segment here. I don't remember if we have imaging to start that or not. <laughs> seems like we, we, that seems like we don't. Yeah. <laughs> right. It has been a while. Um, and Tony's producing yeah. skills seem to be limited to knowing what year video games came out. Today, At least right. today, that's that's the, that's the limitation he's playing through today. Uh, Tony, yes. you are moving into adulthood. You need to learn about how to handle Christmas mm-hmm. and how to handle Christmas gifts. Uh, first question for you on this front: Who all are you? Does an adult buy Christmas gifts for? So in uh, your situation, mm-hmm. let's pretend for a moment that you are an adult, and mm-hmm. you can tell me who would qualify. What's the list? What's the list of people what, you're buying what, a gift what, for? What, what I, all right, here's the thing. Am I answering based on what I do or what I think should be done? What you think, no, what you think uh, us grownups do? Uh, oh, kids. You're trying to test parents, into the grownups level. Kids, parents, spouses. I mm-hmm. think that's, that's, that should be the list. Okay. This is nephews don't get a, uh, yeah. don't get the nod. Uh, that's that's depends. Was it okay. a jerk kid all year? Did they come over your house and spend the night and spill juice on your carpet? No, you're not getting anything. Did a kid do a horrible thing like spilling juice? Yeah, like kids, yeah. Kids do that three times a day. Yeah, that's but those are your do. those are your kids. Don't do it. Don't don't come over somebody else's house and spill things. Okay. I, I you're gonna immediately get a reputation as being cheap, Uncle Tony. Hey, behave. Kids remember that year. type of stuff too behave all year and I got you you know yeah remember our weird uncle Tony who was so cheap and he said I didn't get you anything for Christmas because you spilled juice at my house that one time yeah yeah, I remember him because it's like if you got a a big family like where does it end right like I have a big family there's a lot of cousins you're not getting presents for all of them and you so you you can't pick out a single person or a single group otherwise everybody's like hey uncle and auntie didn't give me anything so just stay within your own pod. The people that you can reach out and touch in your own little individual line of family. And that should avoid a lot of, uh, you didn't get me anything, but you gave him something. Resentment later down the road. Russ, I think I he passed that one. I think that was all right. He passed. He passed. I do like the acceptable idea answer. of uh, his beloved nephew, Ja, being at school. I'm like, yo, Ja, what did you do over Christmas break? Man, I went over my cheap ass Uncle Tony's house and he ain't give me nothing. <laughs> right. Because right. I, I left the refrigerator open one time. But Jason, I think Jason can speak to this. This is what wives are for, right? They do things you don't even think about it. Like they get the stuff. Uh, I'm never going to agree to any sentence that starts with this is what wives are for. That's right. I, I, I immediately I know whatever comes next know, is brother. not going to be something I want to agree to. I'm like, um, you just got your lady. Don't lose it now. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, this is this brings up a good topic, though. Let's let's say you have a uh, significant other, Tony. Let's mm-hmm. say you have a wife 
or husband or very serious dating relationship, girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Wherever you're how much? Is. Yes. Yes, I think I covered all the options there, I believe, or at least most of them. Um, thanks for looking out, Tone. Uh, how much should you be spending on that significant other's Christmas gifts? I'm curious about this one, too. Now, you don't have to give a dollar amount. Mm-hmm. You can find a different way to categorize it. Um, you know, like they say, I think they say for an engagement ring, it's supposed to be a certain number of months salary or something like that. Uh you know, you could give an answer kind of more like that, but how much should you be spending? How much should an adult be spending on their significant other's Christmas gift or gifts? Mm, I'm going to say uh, 300 bucks. Oh, all right. That's all right. What are you getting somebody for 300 bucks? Is that multiple presents? Or yeah, multiple oh, presents? no, yeah, that's, that's multiple things. Okay. The older you get, the more that number goes up, by the way, because you not only have to buy gifts for your significant other, but you have to buy the gifts for your kids to give that significant other. You know what? It's like, hasn't, what have I done? Like, the year that I've done, that I've provided, mm-hmm. you know, isn't that enough? You know, shouldn't that count at the end of the year? It doesn't. Jordan, you, you're the gift. That's what you're saying is you're the gift. No, you know, God is good, you know, all the time. And all, all the time. Year. No, I think Russ, he was looking, no. he was looking good there with the number. He was going, he was going good he for a while. A and then it, yeah, he, no, took a yeah, he definitely turn turned into a tree. Yeah, I'm yeah. just asking, I'm just asking the question. That's it. Tony, uh, that you, you got that one wrong. Uh, you're just with your, not, not with your answer, but with just your whole, uh, you. Yeah. You gotta um, be able to bring it home. Yeah. Is it in in which cases is it acceptable and or unacceptable to give someone cash or a gift card as a Christmas present? Uh, I think it's always acceptable to get cash. You would give your mom cash. You would or, give your mom twenty dollars in a Christmas card. Oh yeah, definitely. And oh, yeah, definitely. Would, I think it should I be like think... fifty fifty dollar minimum for cash and gift cards. Fifty dollar minimum. And then anything above that is grand, but a, a minimum $50, $50 of, of cash or, or equal value. I'm going to say you shouldn't really be giving anybody that's that close to you cash or a gift card. Like your, like your spouse, your parents, they don't, I mean, they want something that you actually thought about. Cash or gift card conveys, I didn't really think about this. I don't think that's true to an extent. I bought this at Walgreens on my way here. That's what that sounds like. I think it depends on circumstance. Like, no, I can, I've already talked to my family about it. So I'm, I'm a really good gift giver. Like I, I think about it months and months and months in advance. Like, okay, what are, what is this person like? Like, would they use this different thing like that for my immediate family? Like my dad, my mom, my brother, um, this year I had a, this, there was just a lot going on holiday season time. So I told everybody, look, I love y'all. I'm going to take care of you, but this is what it's going to be, right? And, I, and there was no beat. Like, there's not a, oh, my gosh, how dare you? So because I think I built, I, just getting I built up. Is that what you're saying? Either or, you know, I'll figure See, it out before what? Christmas. But, like, I built up enough stock with the gifts that I've done in the past where, okay. you know, but nobody's the, mad at me. You know, the gift okay, card, right. the gift card game, you can make it specific. I know you like Starbucks. How about a nice $50 gift card for your Starbucks? That's specific. I thought about it. Yo, that's or Tony's Amazon. right. Tony's or, absolutely right. Oh, my right. nephew likes video games. Oh, here's this PlayStation Network gift card. Like, yeah. the gift card kids game. Kids like that way more than, like, draws. Yeah, kids, kid, look, the gift card game has come up. You want to, how about a $100 gift card to Zales or Pandora? There you go. It's not gonna pay for much, but it'll yeah, help. I, was say, I don't think that gets you. I don't, they probably don't sell hundred dollar gift cards. It'll, it'll places, help. You you would much rather have that hundred dollars than not have that hundred dollars. <laughs> yeah, knock something off. Knocks a little mm-hmm. bit off. I, I that Tony makes a good point because I know last Christmas, um, one of the gifts I got my dad, uh, not the main gift, but one of them was I got him 
10 $25 gift cards to Dunkin' Donuts because I know he likes coffee. And I know he likes Dunkin' Donuts a lot. So I'm like, I'm going to take care of my man so he don't have to worry about coffee for the year. You know what I'm saying? So little right. stuff like that. But once again, okay. I thought about it because I was like, all right, my dad loves coffee. He likes Dunkin' Donuts. I know he stops every morning. What would he? What would work for him? All right, you've turned you've turned me around on this a little bit. I still don't think Let's I can go. get good job, Tom. I, I still don't think I can give a gift card for something to my wife. For your wife, I do think that's that, probably especially because then in that case, it's also her money. Yeah, <laughs> like I think. Here, no, I think wait, here, instead I think of spending your money on whatever you want, now you have to spend it on what I got. Yeah, yeah. the significant other can't get the gift card. Yeah, I, I, I Tony, fair. Tony, I picture you like giving someone a gift card that uh, you've already used part of. Uh, like here's nah. a gift card. Here's a gift card for uh, for Buffalo Wild Wings for thirty two dollars and twenty four cents. It was fifty, all, but I got hungry when I went in there and buy it for you. For, I mean, first of all, B- Buffalo Wild Wings disgusting. Um, okay, it was just for yeah, hypothetical. Yeah, I just want to let let it let it be known. Tony Gill okay. does not ride with. with Thank you. Uh, I appreciate that. Buffalo Thank you. Wild that Wings. will uh, totally torpedo any ongoing discussions we might have with them about sponsorship. Yeah, sure. and we don't want but, it. We don't want it. Uh, we're better Tony, than that. Uh, not true. How do we keep paying you if we don't get these sponsorships? We're up? better than that. Just Our, like, get this, us is up. Where, this is where you run into a little bit of a difference in roles here where uh, Russ and I own the company and Tony is a contractor. Right. Tony, you're a contractor. contractor. The contractor is coming out. We don't you're want not even a contractor. <laughs> Tony's like, you know what else I hate is uh, Panera and uh, Bud Light. I mean, we and... killed Portillo's already. Yeah, yeah, yeah they had that one coming, though. We don't. But if they offered us a check, I would totally turn around. <laughs> Let's go ahead, Tony. Go ahead. Yeah, great. You made your point on Buffalo Wild Wings. Go on. Uh, um... Uh, Second of all, um, I forgot. But okay. Boo, Buffalo Wild Wings. <laughs> I think you've passed overall here, Tone. You did a good uh, job. No, you did a lot better than I thought you would. Yeah. yeah. The, the yeah, time right. you've made in the last nine months since we started the podcast, I'm, I'm very proud of it. So hopefully by the next year this time, we could uh, we, we can get some we can get some, really make some headway. You guys gonna turn me into uh, Squidward? Hi, how are you? Wonderful weather we're having. I don't get that reference. <laughs> I just want to, he he's saying we're gonna turn him into some bland human being by okay. trying to teach him things. I'm like Tony, I it's the opposite. I believe that's the SpongeBob SquarePants character. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. I know of SpongeBob, but I don't know the show. I'm too old for that. I heard when you talk to adults, it's nice. It's important to say hi, how are you, and. Uh, you always have to say a wonderful weather we're having. <laughs> do you think that segment helped? Do you think you did learn how to buy better Christmas gifts? Or do you consider yourself a good Christmas gift giver? Yes. It requires a lot of research, though. It's a lot of work to be a good gift giver. I prefer Secret Santas because you get a list and it's still kind of a surprise uh, for people, but yeah, I've I've gotten a lot better with that, and now I'm probably the goat. I don't think I'm good at it, especially for people like in my immediate circle, like parents, wife, things like that. Because a, what do my parents want from me? Like anything that my parents have wanted, they've just bought, which is pretty much how most adults operate anyway. And my wife, I can I I have a very hard time finding something that she's going to like. My kids are the easiest. It's so easy to buy for little kids because they give you a list of what they want, but I could even just like go to the store right now. You could drop me in the middle of target and I'd find five things that would work for either one of them. They're just happy to have a toy. Um, all right. One thing we do on our show and I want to wrap it up here with a, a closeout segment, but by the way, we are uh, brought to you by sheets and giggles while you're doing holiday, sh- holiday shopping, go to sheetsgigglescom slash S a that's our link with them and get the mattress you definitely want that but also you know if you're looking for a gift for somebody the sheet set silky smooth soft the best sheets you'll ever sleep on if you're someone that likes it you know a little a little more snugly 
in the cold weather in the winter if you're listening to uh to us from somewhere where they have winter like we have here in chicago uh go for that flannel cotton eucalyptus blend that they have but uh either one of those will be good highly recommend the mattress super comfortable and that the mattress is the one you'll get the 230 dollars discount on if you go to sheetsgiggles.com slash sa we always end our show with the news because we we pride ourselves on being a news source for people tone oh yeah i mean why else would you come to sports adjacent if it's not for your latest news yeah, we're going to have some conversations and stuff, but we're also going to make sure that you walk out of here totally up to date, that you know everything important going on in the world. And uh, here's an important news story that we covered with Russ in 2021. I have thoughts, but in the uh, in the spirit of protecting the show, I will. <laughs> yep, really. Thank you. Thank really. You. Where's this Thank guy you. been? And finally, for Russ. eight months. And finally, Russ, a pig in Amersham, England, has fathered 71 piglets. It's been a wild year for this boar. He's a wild boy. Yeah, very wild. Uh, A wild boar. That's right. Although he's he's not really wild. He's on a farm. Uh, His name is Blanket. And uh, they they figured out what he was up to. They figured out what his deal was when he uh, escaped his enclosure and started going to town on uh, not one, but two sows in front of a group of people that was there for a tour so they got a lot more than they go ahead blanket was a wild boy under those sheets huh well it was not under the sheets which that was a good that was a good shot tony that was a good shot tony that was a good shot i'll give you that one (laughs) really go ahead jason it's better than the ones he made earlier uh, he was uh, he was using a little bench to kind of get out of the enclosure that he was in, so it was, it was resourceful. Um, and uh, he must have been a, a a smart boar because he like went back into it. They went a while where they hadn't figured out that this is what was happening. He would go back into his enclosure after his adventures, and uh, this place found that of their new piglets, eighty percent of them they only have two, uh, whatever they would call them, breeding boars on this farm and 80% of the new piglets had come from blankets line only 20% from the other breeding boar whose name is Milo. And now they have these extra measures in place to keep blanket where he's supposed to be. And, you know, so they don't have another uh, ill-fated tour group like this, but the, uh, the staff Russ at this farm described blanket as quote, very handsome and confident. And then obviously also they said uh, that he's uh, quote, a horny hog. This is another Russ? case. This is Tony, case. I swear, <laughs> I knew, I knew he was. I knew, I knew. Oh my god, I knew, I knew he was gonna say something, and I started shaking my head right before, and I was just like, Tony, I swear, <laughs> I knew it. It's his favorite. It's his favorite. It's his only joke. Like that's what that would be his set. Where did he go? Did he fall on the he floor? Knew, like, he's, he, like, he's in shame. He's hiding off camera in shame because I knew exactly where he was going. I don't understand what the joke is. I don't Tony, it. man. I, it don't matter. Russ is, uh, <laughs> Russ is an make, upstanding, be, Russ is an upstanding Russ uh, responsible responsible person. Doesn't Tony's supposed to be my friend, man. I've, over the last eight months, I found out. Tony's only friend is content. Hmm. Right. Honestly. I'm ending this the another, show, Tony. This is another case, though, Russ, of, uh, you know, the humans and the animals having very different views on what happened in a situation. Like, like there was a jaguar that escaped a few years ago from its enclosure at the New Orleans Zoo, and it went around just, like, killing other things. And the human media reported it as, like, you know, jaguar goes on killing spree. And But, you know, if there was a newspaper for jaguars, it would have, the headline would have been, like, jaguar has awesome day. And I feel like that's the case here with Blanket. You know, the humans are like, oh, how do we keep Blanket from getting out of his enclosure? And Blanket's like, this is the best farm I've ever been to. This is awesome. Tony, can I end the show, please? Can you get back in frame? These were funny listening back to these, man. I enjoyed this. We did this together, and I see, I saw you as we're trying to find these clips, just... Like just chuckling with your headphones on. It's usually about something you were doing or saying, yes, like burping into a microphone or whatever, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, this show's always a fun time. Always a fun time. Please share with your friends because this show is always a fun time.
Yeah, that's right. Tone, do you want to give him uh, one of your signature Sheets and Giggles mattress endorsements before we get out of here? Of course. Like, Jason, you just mentioned before that, you know, if you, if you, if you, get, if you want to get warmer, I'm a guy, I'm a sweaty McSweaterton at night. <laughs> and, you know, sometimes I wake up and I got, like, sweat going across my nipples, and I'm like, this is just no good for anybody. And now I'm, I'm sleeping with another person now every night. So, you know, I, I don't want to be a sweaty McSweaterton. So, look, I get the regular sheets and giggles because I still need to be cool, man. Feel me? Balls be sweating out here. You understand me? So if you don't want to be a sweater, sweaty McSweaterton, all right, please get the sheets and giggles eucalyptus sheets. It will keep you cool at night when your house is overheating because it's cold outside. Please get those sheets. I have like five of them. They work. I'm telling you, they work. I was looking for a mattress endorsement there, but that'll work too. That's fine. Yeah, you, yeah, it was great. That was great. You nailed that one. Uh, if you want the mattress, I highly recommend it. It comes in all sizes, and you can get $230 off at checkout if you use our link, sheetsgiggles.com slash SA. Sports Jason is also brought to you by BetMGM. You can go to betmgm.com or download the BetMGM app and use our promo code ADJACENT200. And what you'll get with that is if you bet $10 on any NFL game, as long as either team in that game scores a touchdown, you win $200 in free future bets. Go to mgm.com, I'm sorry, betmgm.com or download the BetMGM app. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Thank you guys for hanging out with us this week and we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to Sports Adjacent with Jason Leisure and Russell Dorsey. Be sure to download, subscribe, and give the podcast five stars. You can check out the latest episode of Sports Adjacent on all digital streaming platforms. I'm very much adjacent. For a couple hours, I thought I was hood. But then all that happened, I was like, you know what, James? You adjacent to the mother. Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.